Yo, yo, yo. It's your, you already know, it's your boy, Emmanuel Primetime Seattle. No, what the first episode on my podcast, my new podcast, you know, on Anchor. I hope I can get on Spotify and like Apple Podcasts and stuff. But let's stop talking about the future. And currently, right now, this is my new podcast. This basically on this podcast, we'll be talking about sports and stuff, but I'm talking about basketball, okay? It's called Chill Time with Primetime because, well, you guys are you guys just chilling, relaxing, listening to my voice, like my soothing voice right here, talking to you guys right here. So yeah, my voice is so soothing right here. So that's why you guys are chilling, and also my fr- everybody calls me Prime Time because like I just go down the street like Yo Prime, like What's up Prime, like Prime Time up in here. Yeah, basically like that, like like basically like everybody, er- everybody in my school dads know who I am because well. Prime time is like famous, okay? I'm famous, okay? So I'm going to be famous. Okay, so let me stop talking right here. And like, so like, let me tell you, like, my podcast is basically about basketball and stuff. I'm also going to talk about, sometimes I'm going to talk about sports, maybe college basketball, like maybe a little bit of football, like, you know, but mostly basketball because, like, I basically know everything about basketball and you guys don't. You guys just listen to me, uh, me talk about basketball. While you guys are just stupid about basketball. So basically, I'm betting you every way in basketball, in real life basketball, talking about basketball, playing basketball, 2K basketball, even NBA Live basketball, even though no one plays NBA Live because it sucks. Okay, 2K is better than NBA Live. Okay, let me stop talking about that. Okay, so for my first episode of my podcast, the draft is two days away. Today's Thursday. I mean, not Thursday, Tuesday, June 18th. The draft is on Thursday, June 20th. And you already know, I think, yeah, the draft is going to be held in Chicago, uh, Illinois. Okay, so maybe Chicago can be excited for something because, well, only good thing, the only excitement they had was, well, oh, man, uh, the Eagles beating the Bears in the first round. Yeah, yeah, I was watching the game, so I was rooting for the Bears because I hate the Eagles. Sorry, Eagles fan. Okay, because, well, the reason why I hate the Eagles because all of my friends in school are Eagles fans. I'm a Broncos fan. So it's tough being a fan who's not like, okay, so like I live outside of Philadelphia. So like basically everybody's Philadelphia fans. It sucks being the only non-Philadelphia fan in your school because everybody just hates you for some reason. See, I'm a Broncos fan because, well, I've always been a Broncos fan since like, Maybe because, like, I was, like, always a Peyton Manning fan. I used to love Tim Keeble before he left the team. Now, and I already like Peyton Manning because, well, I used to live in Indiana. And he was on the Colts and stuff when he left. I went, joined, I joined him. I was, already, I was already a Broncos fan at the time when he left. But when he came, I liked him, I liked him more. And I stayed liking him. like Ron Miller and stuff. I like uh, Bradley Chubb. I liked how they got, uh, uh, like, first I think I was accepted when they traded down. And I thought I was going to take uh, that quarterback from Ohio State, but they took that other quarterback, I forgot his name, uh, Drew Locke. Yeah, they took Drew Locke in the second round. That was a good steal right there. They really got a first-round quarterback in the second round, so that's a good steal because I'm not really a fan of Joe Flacco, okay, it's because he's old and, like, only time he was in his prime was, in, like, in the Super Bowl, and he was barely good because the defense barely basically carried him. But still, 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 let me not talk about this. And then I'm also a Thunder fan because, well, I was born in Oklahoma City, Integris Baptist Hospital. I even know my hospital, you know. Like, if you like, you don't believe me, I'll show you my birth certificate, you know. Okay? I'm from Oklahoma City, born and raised. Oh, 
yeah, born born and raised in Oklahoma City. Okay, I live in five. Let me tell you guys about myself. I live in five different states: Oklahoma, Michigan, Indiana, Tennessee, and Pennsylvania. I moved six different times. I moved from Oklahoma City to Michigan, Michigan to Claremore, Oklahoma, Claremore, Oklahoma to Ramsey, Indiana, Ramsey, Indiana to Gallatin, Tennessee. Anyway, yeah, Gallatin, Tennessee, and Gallatin, Tennessee to uh, Hershey, Pennsylvania, Hershey, Pennsylvania to downtown slash Honeybrook, Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's basically, I move a lot of times. Ugh, yeah. So that's, now you guys know a little bit about me. So, and also I play basketball. I used to play football. I'm thinking about playing football for my junior year, like, because I didn't play freshman or sophomore, but I'm thinking about, but currently I'm currently training for basketball. Like I'm trying to lose weight and stuff, you know, because I'm a fat guy right here. So, uh, so, and then let me tell you a little bit more. I know basically about everything about basketball, like, also, let me tell. Oh yeah, let me tell about other sports. So like, I don't really pay attention to baseball that much. But like, I think I'm like a Dodgers fan. Like, I don't really pay attention to baseball. I don't love baseball. Sorry, baseball fans. Uh, so I'm a Dodgers fan because well, they're my league teams in Oklahoma City. So I went one. I went to Oklahoma City for like the fir- last year for the first time like in 15 years. So that was amazing for me. Yeah. So like, and I went to a Dodgers game. That was. Rude. Nice. We, we we blew the team out because like the Dodgers, the Oklahoma City Dodgers, are the best team because they're in Oklahoma City. Like that's why. And then like it was just boring. Baseball was just boring to me. I was like at the game. I was just watching. I was like falling asleep. Only reason I didn't want to leave because well, it was in Oklahoma City. Like I love everything about Oklahoma. Actually, and my favorite college team is Oklahoma State. I don't like the Oklahoma Sooners because I hate the Oklahoma Sooners. Oklahoma State is so much better than Oklahoma Sooners. Like, literally, ah, I'm sick of Oklahoma Sooners. Oh, man. The only person from Oklahoma I actually like is, like, Blake Griffin and uh, Buddy Hill, and that's the only people. I know. the great. I remember when I was growing up watching Marcus Smart on Oklahoma State. Yo, he was the boss up in Oklahoma State. Okay, let me stop living down the living down the past because that'll get me depressed again. I don't want to be depressed for this podcast, guys. So, okay, so well, should I tell you about myself? Well, I also, uh, hmm. Oh, yeah, for hockey, I like the Capitals because, well, they're my, I used to, you know, I live, used to live in Hershey, Pennsylvania, and they have a my, they have a ASO hockey team and that, and their affiliate team is the Washington Capitals. The, the ASO hockey team in Hershey is called the Hershey Bears. Go Bears! B-E-A-R-S, Bears, Bears, Bears. Okay, so, yeah, and then soccer, let's just say for, uh, for like, I think, international thing, uh, I think the Premier League, I don't know what it's called, like, I don't know what it's called, international thing, I like the Manchester United, I don't know why, I'm not, I've been like a Manchester United for like, I don't know, three years, four years, two years, I don't know, I'm not changing, I'm not switching sides like everybody else, like, oh, I'm a Liverpool fan, no, I'm a Manchester City fan, I really don't know about, like, soccer that much, but I'm also, you're not Philadelphia Union fan, that's the only Philadelphia team I like, okay, you know the worst fans, the Philadelphia 76ers fan, like, Philadelphia fans in period, because they boo their own teammates, it's like, like, let me give you an example, okay? If Joel and B gets injured, they will boo him. Like, actually, they're like that. that like, even if the, when the Sixers lost in the playoff, like, first game in the playoffs, they boo them. Like, bro, why are you booing your own team? Like, like, like that's like worse as cheering for a player who gets injured. <coughs> Raptors fans. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm not calling Kevin Rennes. Nick anymore since he got a kill his injury. 
because, like, you know, Thunder fan, he left the team for the team that lost to him. That was a snake. That was a snake move right there. Like, people comparing, like, to a LeBron, like, Le- what LeBron did, LeBron James did in Miami. But it's a whole entire different thing because, well, he literally left the team. We was up 3-1, and he choked. Look at o- Oklahoma City Thunder versus Golden State Warriors 2016 Western Conference Finals, the last four minutes of the game. He literally straight up choked. You know how many times I see Russell Westbrook, Deion Wayers, Serge Ibaka wide open at the three-point lane? A lot of times. And he's like, let me do it. I saw ball. I saw ball. Oh, oh. Brick shot up in there. Turnover from, oh, my. I was so mad. And then when I heard about Kevin Rent leaving, I got to be honest. I was in, I was like summer of seventh grade. I was about to go to eighth grade. Still a youngster. My dad called me. My dad called me on 4th of July. He's like, oh, Kevin Rent's leaving. I cry a little bit. I cry, okay? Because I didn't have Bleach Report at the time. I didn't really follow basketball that much. But then, like, actually, I started following basketball when Kevin, like, right before Kevin went left. Like, maybe so eighth grade year was, like, the year I, like, grinded on everything about basketball. And now I know everything about basketball. All my friends get sick of me talking about basketball because I know so much basketball. I really want to go to college to go to Oklahoma State and do, like, sports media and also play for the basketball team and make win their first uh but win their first national championship in a long time, I think since 1946. Yeah, since 1946, that's when last time Oklahoma State won a national championship for basketball. You know, so I don't have social media because, well, my parents won't let me. So I don't have Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, MySpace. Uh, I basically, the only thing I have is, like, YouTube and email and my my phone number is texting and stuff, you know. So, yeah, you can, yeah. And also, I'm also single. Like, I don't know why girls are stupid, but yeah, yeah, girls are basically stupid. I don't know why they don't want me as a boyfriend, you know. You know, I'm just calling out all the single ladies out there. I'm single. Okay, let's stop getting weird right here. Let's get right. Wait, well, should I talk about myself? Uh, oh yeah, my nickname is Primetime. Like, I can tell you a story. I can tell you a story about how I got my nickname Primetime later on. But let me go into the topic right now. So the topic right now, the draft is two days away. You know, I'm about to tell you guys my mock. Draft. I have a lot of things to say. I have a lot of things to say. You guys gonna be amazed about my basketball knowledge because it's actually pretty stinking amazing. So I'm gonna talk first. I'm gonna talk through the first number one pick to the. Let's go halfway there. So like the number one pick to the number seven pick. We stop right at the seven pick and then take a break. And I keep on talking about the rest. So so I'm also gonna talk about trades. I think might probably gonna happen. So let's go on the number one pick. The number one pick, the New Orleans Pelicans, who just traded away Anthony Davis, got Lonzo Ball, Brandon, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, and the fourth pick, and uh, two more first-round picks, too. So that was a pretty much – like, the I think the Pelicans won the trade. Like, both teams won the trade, but mostly the Pelicans are stacked because anything they do, they can do a lot of things, and they make their team stack with young talent and stuff. Like, it doesn't matter if one of them are bust. Like, if they're stacked with young talent, like, young talent, like, you can see with the – for example, uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves, like, well, you know, like before Jim Butler came to the team, and like in the Sixers and other teams like that, like the biggest example of a young team becoming good is like the Oklahoma State Thunder. Like, 
that's the biggest example before they trade with James Harden. And, Ke- and, tra- and then trade with Serge Ibaka, and then Kevin Rent left, and it's all about and Russell Westbrook what got is by himself. And then we got Carmel and Paul Jordan, and Carmel turned out to be trash. Let, let me stop trying and stuff about stuff like that. And like, get on. So, so the New Orleans Pelicans are in like a great position right here. They weren't like really bad. They had better. I think they had a better record than the Lakers. And they had LeBron. So, I mean, the record for the Pelicans right now, they were, oh, yeah, they were, they were ranked 13th. The Grizzlies was tied with them. They were 33 and 49. So that's pretty good. Oh, yeah, and the Mavs was tied with them. They were 33 and 49. And it was like two games. Like, let me see how many games away from. They were. Mm, that's a lot of math, okay? They was like, okay, they're pretty far away. But they were close. They were three games behind the Lakers and five games five games behind behind the Kings. So so the Pelicans, and they had a chance to be good, but when Anthony Davis requested a trade, they like, there's this, like, tank mode right now. Tank mode, okay? So let me go talk about the NBA draft right now. So the New Orleans Pelicans has the number one pick. And it's kind of obvious who they're going to pick. They're going to pick the Athletics, the Athletic Forward. Zion Williamson. He plays the powerful forward slash small forward position. Like, I think mean, yeah, he can play any position because he's so he has his okay, so let me tell you his strengths about about Zion, okay? His athleticism, speed. He's he has he's really strong. He's super explosive, have great footwork. He's a versatile defender. Excellent acceleration with ball in his hand. Good in transition. Good court vision, solid decision making, good ball handling for his size and age. Unselfish, unselfish, good locker room guy too. Versatile, rebound, good conditioning for his size, and has a lot of potential, like a lot. Okay, and, like and he has some weaknesses like the shooting and like maybe health and stuff. But besides that, I'm like the internet comparison with Blake Griffin, Charles Barkley, Larry Larry Johnson. Um, they say I think someone say. A supercharged version of Lance Steves and mixed with LeBron. I don't know why and LeBron James. So my comparison, he's like people say Charles Barkley, but I think like Charles Barkley. But I think mostly his big comparison is like he's just like this guy because like he can play small for and power for you know. Larry Johnson, Grandma Ma, Grandma Ma. He's like so like Grandma Ma because with his dunks and stuff, he's athletic and but he can become a LeBron James too. You know, yeah, he has like uh, Zion Williamson. Uh, he's from Duke, you know. He played with uh, Arja Bear and Cameras, but they got out by I forget what team was it? Oh, Michigan State, like in the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, Sweet Sixteen. So Zion Williamson is six seven, and uh, let me look at the weight right now. Sorry, guys. Uh, he's six seven and two hundred eighty four pounds. Does that make him Probably the third, probably make probably gonna make him the second heaviest player after Boban Redongris. But if Taco Fall gets drafted, he's gonna be the third heaviest player. Because Taco Fall is three hundred eleven pounds. Dang, dang. It's kind of funny how Zion Williamson is like only two months older than my si- like only two three months older than my sister. That's crazy. Ugh. man, that makes me think about. College boys coming soon, you know. Yeah, decisions, decisions right here, guys. So, so basically, the New England Pelicans are going to draft Zion, and they can have a court. Uh, they can have 
uh, lineup of Lonzo Ball, Brandon, like J- Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, you know, like Zion, or some other uh, small forward I'm about to talk about soon, or power forward Zion, and then we're going to have a center. Maybe I'm going to talk about that center later on in the draft. So let's go to the second pick. And second pick, the Memphis Grizzly, who has a – Who had a thirty? Who had who was had the same record as the New Orleans Pelicans, thirty-three and forty-nine. At the beginning of the season, they was doing good, but stopped after a while. They're talking about trading Mike Conley. They already traded Marcus also. Mike Conley's the last person of the grit and grind era, right there. But assuming they, I think already know they're gonna trade away uh, Mike Conley. So the second pick, the Memphis Grizzlies are gonna draft Ja Moran, a point guard from Murray State. Yeah. My gosh, I actually think my I am hyping up John Moran because he is so good. He's probably the best person in this draft. Now, I know the second pick is pretty unlucky, but this is a this is the second pick that's going to be not unlucky this year. Like it's like the second pick in a long time that's not going to be unlucky. Like last time, like since well, we can say Daniel Russell, we can say Victor Oliva, but like Kevin Durant too. Like those are like the only like probably the most modern example of the most luckiest second pick because mostly the second the second pick is unlucky. For example, uh let me think about an example. Dr. Milchips. Okay, so so John John Murray's strength is he's dy- he's a dynamic athlete. He's a transition speed demon, explosive, can dunk on defense with ease, excellent passer, high basketball IQ, impro- improved shooter, good free throw, solid rebound. Accurate defender, great athlete, very, very good motor, very good scoring off the dribble, excels at scoring on the on off ball motion plays, but he kind of has a little weakness like he's an undisciplined defender, wrist reward, passing, streaking, shooting trends to force issue too much on office, can gamble too much on defense. He's trying to be. You're trying to be a little more fancy. He may need to add a little bit of strength, but if he overcomes all that, I think he can be like the end of things he can believe believe to be Russell Westbrook, Damian Lillard, De'Aaron Fox, DeAndre Russell, Allen Iverson. Like those are really explosive point guards right there. But my comparison is the best point guard, the best rebounding point guard of all time, Russell Westbrook. With a little mix of Dean Dollar up here. Okay, so. John Morant, he's 6'3", so they trade away John Morant. They can have a lineup of John Morant, blah, 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 and Jared Allen, I mean, not Jared Allen, uh, Jackson, Jaron Jackson Jr., and, like, where would they have a center to? But, hey, you don't know where the Mike Conn trade can bring a center. Like, I think they should, honestly, I think the Grizzlies would trade for Mo Bomb because he can have a back, he can have a front court with Jaron Jackson Jr., Jalen Jackson Jr. and Mobamba. I got eight, eight. Mobamba. Okay, so that's, and then you have John Morant too. So let me go around to the third pick the New York Knicks. Well, the New York Knicks had the worst. Let me see. Let me check just in case. Yeah, they had the worst record in the NBA, 17-65. They were trying to tank for Zion, but they took the big L. Having the third pick overall, guys, right here, the New Orleans Pelicans will pick. Most people keep on talking about he's probably the best person in the draft, but honestly, I think he's still the third best person in the draft. But he was also he also played with Zion Williamson, just like John Moran and 
and another person later on in the mock draft. His name is RJ Barrett. He's from Canada. He plays for, he was on Duke. He can play shooting guard or small forward. RJ Barrett of Duke. He's going to the New York Knicks. Okay, let me tell you about his strengths right here. RJ Barrett, he's an excellent fit. Exiting footwork after gra- gathering the dribble. He, he has good size, much stronger than his frame to suggest. Really fast and open court. Often beat, beats several guys in transition when he turns on the jets and a bit, a bit able to fully change direction going full speed, size, quickness to switch multiple positions defensively, a solid shooter off the dribble, and good basketball IQ. But he has some little weakness right here. He can can improve. He can improve on his shooting. Not a very efficient overall scorer. Needs to improve on his ball handling to become a efficient half court player. Poor ball control. Sixty percent free throw shooting and a slow release with an inconsistent release. Still hasn't in taking jumpers. Need time to get off cleanly. Not accurate with passes and sloppy ball placement. But in a comparison to really. Uh, Rudy Gay, Tracy McGrady, Grant Grant Hill, Will Barton, Andrew Wiggins, and Danny Granger. Yeah, but my comparison is this is probably the most accurate person. He was I I had Andrew Wiggins and Tracy McGrady, but the most accurate uh comparison for me is Grant Hill because he reminds me a lot of like Grant Hill because I remember watching some '90s clip and seeing Arjun Bear. He plays just like Grant Hill. They're both from Duke. They're both from Duke and stuff. So yeah. So they're both from Duke and stuff. And the author reminds me of Tracy McGrady, too. So let me go to the fourth pick. The Pelicans have the fourth pick. But this fourth pick is a little bit more interesting because there's two ways they can go. Three ways they can go with this pick, okay? So let me tell the first way. So they draft Jerry Culver, from, a shooting guard from Texas Tech. And I'll... So let me tell you about Jared Culver. He's a good scorer off the dribble, decent shooter, crafty ball handler, and playmaking, excellent at scoring off the dribble, motion plays, fairly good playmaking, good rebounder, good defender that can get steals and blocks, solid athlete, smart player that has a good feel for the game, two-way potential, strong defensive fundamental, and and tools. And But he's a streaky shooter, only... Only an average free throw shooter too, but he can. He the NSA he can be an Evan Turner, what he was supposed to be, a Stacy Osmond, Kendall Gill, Paul Pierce, Nick Anderson, Jimmy Butler. But my comparison is Jimmy Butler because he can play shooting guard and small forward too, and he's really def- he can be a two way player too. So that's my comparison. So that's one way they can draft the the Pelicans can draft. They can have a lineup with Zion, Lonzo. Derek Culver, Brent Ingham, Zion, and whether they get a center, maybe he'll Okafor again. Or come right here. They can also take another uh, person right here, DeAndre Hunter. He's a great defender, athletic forward with DeAndre Hunter. Let me tell you where he's from. He's a small forward, side power forward. He's from Virginia up in here. Why is that shooting guard up here? Oh, I've got to change it. Let's change that back. Uh, okay. Now I'm done. Or I have a question mark. Should be a dash. Uh, okay. Okay. So he's a uh, okay. He's a good defender, athletic forward with a versatile skill, strong body, good frame, good slashing ability, and 
off the ball movement, can score through contact, can score in post and from mid-range, and efficient score rebounds at a high level. And but he will have to prove his ball handling. Not not the most creative offensive player can luck to shoot threes and can be two passes on offense. But he can become an OG Anobi, Thaddeus Young, Ron Ron Ronde Hollis, Jefferson, Mikhail Bridges, and Kawhi Leonard. But I think he's my personal comparison. He's like an OG Anobi or Mikhail Bridges, but can become a Kawhi Leonard because his he has some really good potential. But the third scenario and my favorite scenario, the Pelicans trade with the Atlanta Hawks for the eighth and tenth pick. I'll tell you what the Pelicans slash Hawks might draft that later on in this rebuild in the second and that's rebuild mock draft in the second half. But like I said, the Hawks are gonna definitely draft DeAndre Hunter because they can have a lineup of Trey Young. Uh who was that guy? Uh man, I'm sorry, I'm a bot. Uh, who's that guy? Who's that guy? Who's that guy? Who's that guy? Uh, Kevin Herter. Uh, and then they have DeAndre Hunter and who's that guy's name? John Collins. And then whoever they have a certain stuff. I don't know what they have a certain department science center because they just got recently got rid of Terry's Prince. So, and that's a pretty good line. That's a good big four right there. Potential big four. And they also have, uh, Man, who's that? Who's their power for again? People say he, they, like, later the Hawks are trying to be like this, uh, be like the Warriors. It's so funny. They also drafted Amari Spellman from last year. So they, they're asked, people say Amari Spellman is like, uh, Draymond Green, Trey Young's like Steph Curry, and Kevin Hurry is like, uh, Clay Thompson. So, right there. So, you already know about this. Let's go right into the fifth pick. If, Okay, so basically the fifth pick is earway with the Pelicans. Like, if, if Pelicans draft Jared Culver or the Hawks draft Kurt, uh, if the Pelicans draft Jared Culver, they're going to, the Cavs are going to take DeAndre Hunter. If the, uh, if the Pelicans trade a pick and the Hawks draft De'Aaron Hunter or the Pelicans draft De'Aaron Hunter, the Pel- the Cavs are going to take Jared Culver. You already know what I talk about Jared Culver, you know? So, like, basically, a line with the – right now, they can do uh, Colin Sexton, Jared Culver, whoever have a small fur, whoever uh, – Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson. Or they can have uh, Colin Sexton, uh, Jordan Clarkson, Jared Culver, Kevin Love, Tristan Thompson, or Colin Sexton. Uh, uh, Jordan Clarkson, uh, DeAndre Hunter, Kevin Love, and Tristan Thompson. So that's basically their lineup right there. And let's go to the sixth pick, the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns missed out to have John Moon because everybody thought he was going through the Phoenix Suns until, until we totally forgot about the new uh, rules for the draft lottery and stuff. And it was kind of depressing for all the Hawks fans. He was actually excited for John Moran. I, was, I thought he was going to go there. I was like saying, like, John Moran is going to. Phoenix, you know, but with number six, number six pick in 2019 NBA draft, the Phoenix Suns draft, Darius Garland, a point guard from Vanderbilt. So Darius Garland, he's a very good shooter, especially from deep, an accurate, accurate score off the dribble, very good free throw play, shooter, accurate playmaking, decent rebound, decent defender that can get steals, good playmaking, good ball handling. But the problem with him, he's his health, okay? Because like I think all last year he was injured. He can be injured. He can be, can be a turnover prone. May gamble too much on defensively. 
undersized struggles to finish in unstru- he's undersized struggles to finish in the in traffic against length and contact. But the area comparison to Colin Sexton, uh, Dennis Schroeder, Jeff Teague, and D- Damian Lillard and Kyrie Irving. But I think my personal comparison is Kyrie Irving because, like, you know, how Kyrie Irving barely played in his college basketball. He, I think he only played 11 games in college basketball. And uh, Darius Garland barely played. And he really plays a lot like Kyrie Irving. So that's my comparison. So let's go to the seventh pick. The seventh pick, the Phoenix – oh, no. The Chicago Bulls have, yeah, the Chicago Bulls is another interesting person. They're not going to have the top three picks. They're not going to have Zion, R.J. Bear, or John Morant, but they missed out all three of them and stuck with the seventh pick. But they have a they have a good point guard they're going to draft for the seventh pick. They draft the point guard from North Carolina, Kobe White. Kobe White. People are so happy about Kobe White. And I was watching some clips, and he's really good. He reminds me about a lot of players. I'll tell you about my personal comparison after I told you about his strengths right here. He's a good scorer off the dribble. Can play on or off the ball. A fairly good shooter from all over the floor. Good free throw shooter. Accurate playmaker. A decent defender. A good a good size to play either backcourt position. He can play point guard or shooting guard. Has a good lateral quickness. Chain speeds well. And can get the defender off balance with his stop and start ability, but he's his decision maker is not he's not really a good decision maker. Not the most accurate passes. Inconsistent shooter can display spotty shot selection. He needs to improve his court vision and can play too wildly on offense, but can be a bit turnover prone. Must and he must get stronger over like over the offseason before NBA like NBA season start. But the uh, and I compare him to Gilbert Arenas, Brandon Knight, Jamal Curry, and Katino Mobley. But my personal comparison is Gilbert Arenas, or my favorite comparison, Jamal Murray, because he reminds me a lot about Jamal Murray, the point guard from Denver. Like, Jamal Murray is 6'5". He can play either point guard or shooting guard, too. So that's my comparison for right there. But let's go on to the next pick. And I'm going to stop right here. Let's take a break. I'll see you right back. And we're back from the break, guys, right here. Let's continue, guys, to the eighth pick right here. Before, when I was talking about the fourth pick, I'm saying, I'm just assuming, like, either the Hawks, the Hawks or the Pelicans would do this pick. Okay, so the Hawks slash Pelicans, like, either way, if the trade does happen, the Hawks or Pelicans will take Cameron as a small firm from Duke. He is a versatile small forward with good shooting and overall offensive skills. Offensive skills, dy- dynamic shooter who makes jumpers, pulling off the dribble with his feet sets and uh, running off screen. Strong mechanics, foot, strong mechanics, footwork and rotations. Has co- has combo guard skills. Is a the, the, the penalty, and is developing nice handles. Good free throw shooter, accurate uh, playmaker, decent rebounder, a good defensive player that can get steals. A gifted athlete, good size to play, multiple position, has a long wingspan too. So he can play either small for a shooting guard and maybe powerful, maybe powerful, but mostly small for a shooting guard. But he is also an inconsistent shooter, can't gamble too much on defensively, can be foul prone, can be a too inconsistent in games, not an explosive finisher, seems to be too passive on the court, needs to play with more fire and intensity and pose his will on the game. Yep, that's all we have for him. And but hit in comparison to Joe Dawson, Penny Hardaway, Rudy Gay, DeMar DeRozan, and Chase McGrady. And my comparison is Chase McGrady and most my 
famous, my favorite comparison right here, Joe Johnson. Because he reminds me so much of Joe Johnson when he played for the Utah Jazz and the Atlanta Hawks. I mean, not, wait, did he play for Utah Jazz? No, 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 no. He put his last year was in the Utah Jazz, I think. No, before that. But but his famous years was on the Atlanta Hawks. I don't know why. I was thinking about Paul Millsap. That was the thing about. Okay, so when he used to play on the Atlanta Hawks, he reminds me a lot of like Joe Johnson or Cam Reddish right there. And fun fact about Cam Reddish, I used to I used to train with his trainer who trained in Philadelphia, you know, because I have really good basketball skills. He said I have a lot of potential. A lot of potential, okay? So, yeah, and my dad met Cam Reddish, took a photo with him when he w- decided to go to Duke and stuff. Yeah, so let's go to the next pick. And next pick, the Washington Wizards select Jackson Hayes, a power force last center from Texas. Yeah, Texas. I don't like Texas because I'm from Oklahoma. Okay, so Jackson Hayes from the Washington Wizards draft. Uh, Jackson Hayes from Texas. He's a power force center. He's a strong finisher around the basket. Has great size and athleticism. Has very good hands and catches everything throws his way. A, an excellent shot blocker with natural defensive instincts. Excels at scoring on and off the ball. Motion plays accurate, low post score, and a very fairly good defender. Very good athlete and very good motor. But must has to improve on his face up game. Needs to improve. Uh, free throw shooting needs to improve. Passing ability needs to improve. Rebound. His rebound can be undisciplined defensively. Can be quite foul prone. May need to add strength. Show flashes of shooting ability, but isn't yet consistent enough for mid range. But the, in a comparison to Hassan Whiteside, Javale McGee, Jared Allen, and John Henson, but my comparison is Jared Allen, the guy who can lead block. Every person, he lead blocking everybody. I was like waiting, like toward the draft, like okay, no, not till draft, draft. So like, towards like the the play the playoffs when the Pelicans when the Pelicans Sixers playing against the Nets, I was waiting to Jared Allen to block Boban. Like that would be the most amazing thing seeing block Boban, Ben Simmons, and Joel. Mostly Boban. Like imagine seeing Jared Allen blocking Boban a seven three play. Oh my god! Imagine Jared Allen blocking Taco Fall. Or Zion. Oh my goodness. Can't wait for the NBA season. So let me go to the next pick. Like I said before, the if the Pelicans trade down to the 8th and 10th pick, or if the Pelicans don't trade down to the 8th and 10th pick, the Hawks still keep the 8th and 10th pick. The Pelicans slash Hawks will draft Bobo, a center from Oregon University. He is 7 2. He's son of Monte Bowl, the tallest player ever. Seven, seven, well, one of the tallest players ever, like Ty, I think, tallest player ever. So he, Bowl is a strong finisher around the basket. Really good shooter, has stretch big potential, an accurate low po- post score, decent score off the dribble, a good free throw shooter, accurate playmaking for his size, a solid rebounder, a good defensive pl- player, excellent shot block. Blocker and quite mobile for his play for a player his size has a long wingspan, but a problem with him, his health. He can, he can miss shots widely around the basket. Not a leaf ball handler can play too widely on offense. Can be undisciplined, undisciplined, undisciplined defensively and needs to add strength. Needs to develop his post game and not fall in love with the outside shot. But he reminds me of Sam Perk. The inner reminds me of. The internet reminds 
And let's say he's like Sam Perkins, Christopher Virginia's and Mo Bamba. The internet says like Mo Bamba. Okay, but my comparison is Christoph for Zingas because, you know, he's long and tall like Christoph and stuff. So, yeah, that's my reason for comparing him. But in that expect the Minnesota Timberwolves selects. Oh, yeah, so, like, this is basically the lineup. So, the Pelicans hit, so the, if the Pelicans draft Cameron or Bull Bull, they have a lineup of Lonzo Ball. Brandon Ingham, Cam Reddish, Zion Williamson, and Bobo, starting five bench, Josh, uh, Josh Hart. Or do you have uh, Cam Reddish at Shingar and Brandon Ingram at small forward? Either way, that team has a lot of length. They have like a 6'6 point guard, a 6'7 shooting guard, or a 6'10 shooting guard, a small forward, 6'10 or 6'7. Uh, Oh, power forward. Only short position is like power forward. He's like six, 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 seven, right there. Uh, and then Sarah, who's seven two. That's a really good lengthy team right there. And while uh, yeah, it's a really good team right there. So for the Hawks, for the Pelicans, but the Hawks, if they draft Cameron or Bull Bull, they have lineup of. Trey Young, Kevin Herter, Cam Reddish, John Collins, and. Both and then you have on the bench of Mari Spellman and stuff. So, yeah, so let's go into the, the 11 pick. The 11 pick, the Minnesota Timberwolves draft Brandon Clark, a power forward from Gonzaga. Okay, so Brandon Clark, he's a strong finisher around the basket, decent low push scorer, decent scorer off the dribble, excels at scoring on. On off mo ball motion, very good rebound, very good defender, gifted shot blocker, very good athlete, and very good motor and versatile, versatile defender. I think the problem with this draft, they're not really good shooters. Like, there's not really good shooters in the draft. There's a lot of good af athletic players and the great, a lot of good defenders in this draft. I can, I can, this is the patterns going on and on. So, Brandon Clark. The problem with him, he needs to improve on his outside shot. Must extend his shooting range. Needs to improve his free throw shooting. And reluctant to take jumpers. And not and not an elite hand, uh, ball handler can be careless on offense. Can be undis undisciplined on decent defensively. But then in comparison to Kevin Martin and Jordan, Jordan, Jordan Bell and Larry Dance Jr. But... Uh, my comparison is probably Jordan Bell. That's probably the best comparison because it's better than maybe and maybe uh, Larry Nance Jr. and maybe Kevin Martin. All these other comparisons are probably the best comparisons that I got so far. So and then I think the if they I think uh, if they don't want to draft Brandon Clark, they might take his teammate from Gonzaga too, Rahu Hatch. Amarura, okay, sorry, 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 sorry. Rahu Hachamaru, okay, yeah. So, yeah, that, I think he's a small forward slash power forward. He's 6'8". He also can be a really good fit on the Timberwolves. I think probably be a better a better fit than Brandon Clark right there. And, like, go, they can have a lineup of, uh, really... I don't know who they have as point guard. Uh, shooting guard, maybe Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins, small forward, Robert Covington, Brendan Clark, or who? And then Karachi Towns right there. So let me go to the next stop. Pick right here, guys. Ugh. The next pick right here, the Charlotte Hornets draft 
P.J. Washington, a power forward from Kentucky University right here, guys. This is probably a good, 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 probably like one of a good uh, position for them, right? A good uh, pick right there, picking the best player available right there. Uh, P.J. Washington, he's a strong finisher around the basket, fairly good low post scorer, fairly good scoring off the score off the dribble, uh, decent shooter, especially from the mid-range shot, Ex excels at scoring on the move, tremendous free throw generator, decent playmaker for a player his size, has very good ball, good hands, and accurate rebounding, good defensive player, a solid athlete, and a good motor, has a long wingspan, but... He's an inconsistent shooter, must extend his shooting range, and may have a slow release. Must expand upon must expand upon his low post moves, needs to improve his free throw shooting, not an elite ball hander, can play too widely on offense, can laps, have lapses on defensively, and can be a foul prone. But the end of comparison to David West, Rudy Gay, Jimmy Lynn and Kawhi Leonard. But my comparison is maybe David West, but mostly important, the Oklahoma City Thunder power forward, Jeremy Grant. Because he played, I think, Washington, I think he plays a lot like Jeremy Grant. Because, you know, I watched a lot of Jeremy Grant because he's on the Thunder and he's really good on the Thunder, you know, you know, you know, you know. Okay, let's go to the next with the Miami Heat. What the? Fourth. Oh, man, sorry. I think I said the Hornets have the 13th pick. The Hornets have the 12th pick. And the Timberwolves have the 11th pick. But the 13th pick, the Miami Heat draft, the Sierra Little, a small forward from North Carolina. The Sierra Little, oh, my gosh, the Miami Heat can have a really good team, okay? So, because the Sierra Little, he's an accurate scorer off the dribble. I know he had problems with on college basketball. He kind of struggled. That way he kind of fell down. He was like a top five pick. He fell down, and his teammate, Kobe White, was taking all the shine from him, too. So, and maybe they fit in the system, but, like, I think he's probably going to get drafted the 13th pick. People think he's going to get drafted lower. But at the end of the draft right here, the 13th pick, the Miami Heat draft, uh, Mr. Little, a small from, from North Carolina. He's an accurate shooter off the dribble, excels at scoring on off on off ball motion, can post up small uh, players, good rebounder, fairly good defender, a gifted, uh, a gifted athlete too. But he needs to improve his shooting, make – Need to tweak his shooting mechanics. Prone to hosting a questionable shot. Needs to improve his passing ability. Not only ball handler can play too widely on off a game. Too much defensively can be too inconsistent in games. But but the Eric say he reminds him of Gerald Wallace, Kawhi Leonard, and Jay Crowder. But my comparison is Gerald Wallace. Okay, guys. And imagine this: the Miami Heat lineup. Okay, this is a really lengthy team. Like I said about the. What I said about the uh, the, uh, the Pelicans Lions can be like this is another lengthy team right here. So imagine this, okay? Okay, you have uh, they already have a small four. Uh, uh, what? Oh, I'm so mad. I wish I know he's uh, they already have a small four. Uh, oh, okay. I think they're. I think he's a first point guard now. I think so. So they already have. A small first left point guard, and that's Justice Winslow. Or so they can move Justice Winslow. He's already playing point guard. He's really good at playing point guard. Okay, really good at playing point guard. So they can have Justice Winslow as point guard, shooting guard Josh Richardson, small forward. Uh, 
Uh, you see a little power forward, whoever they, I don't know, whoever they get and stuff. And certain bam, I bond yo. Okay, so that's a really good lineup right there. Really lengthy lineup up there. Have a 6'8 uh, point guard, 6'8 shooting guard, 6'8 small forward, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, let's go to the last pick of the NBA, of the NBA, of the NBA, like the last pick in the lottery. Uh, that's how far I'm gonna go, guys. I'm not gonna talk even forward because, like, I don't like I I barely like researched the rest because I was too lazy to do it. You know, I made this mock draft right after the draft lottery and stuff because I didn't want to make a mock draft because I didn't know because I didn't know the draft order and stuff. So I didn't want to make a mock draft before the lottery because I didn't know the draft order and stuff because you know the NBA draft lottery can mess up all your plans and stuff. So <laughs> I'm talking about the Suns and. Kings and Cavs and Hawks and Bulls. <laughs> Javelin, that's the ball you're playing. They all think they was going to get Zion or John Morant. Nope. <laughs> or, or, or RJ Barrett. Nope. Okay. So let me stop talking right there. <clears throat> I'm a man. Okay. So the fourth team pick. The Boston Celtics. Select. Select. I'm sorry for pronouncing your name wrong. Okay. So I'm going to go Domboya. Okay. So let me see if Siri can pronounce this. Uh, uh, Siri cannot pronounce this. Okay. Uh, let me look up how to pronounce it. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Okay, uh, let me see. Uh, okay, uh, okay, I can't look up something, but okay, I'm gonna go by Suduka, uh, Dombonia. Okay, from France, he's a power forward, slash small forward. That's a really good person right there because since I just got news that Al Horford wants to leave the Boston Celtics, so they can have Robert Williams as their center. Okay, and that's a really good, that's a really good person for that center right there. So, Suduka, Bon. bon Dumboya. He's an accurate shooter, scorer off the dribble, accurate low post scorer, has a stretch big, a big potential, ex excels at scoring, scoring on the move, versatile scorer, the decent playmaker for decent playmaker for his size, accurate rebounder, accurate defender, gifted athlete, good good motor motor. But needs to improve his shooting. Shot, his shot selection issues may need to tweak his shooting mechanics. May lack an elite first step off the dribble. Needs to uh, improve his passing ability. Can be careless on offense, which can lead to turnovers. Does and does not always commit himself to the rim. Can be out of position. Out of his position. Position defensively may be in between fourth position, but his in comparison to OJ Anobi, Pascal Siakam, Terrence Jones, Billy, uh, Billy Owens, uh, Tim Thompson. For my comparison is Pascal Siakam, Spicy P from the Toronto Raptors Power Forward show right there. So uh, that's my comparison right there. So I think the Boston Celtics, like, you know, Boston Celtics are really good developing, developing players. For example, like Jason Tatum, uh, Jalen Brown, Terry Rozier, Robert Williams, 
They're really good at uh, developing their players. Like have like one have like one of the best uh be- best chance of developing the young players. Like like the Warriors are good at really de- developing the young players. The Rockets, the the Raptors, the Thunder. The Thunder are really good at developing the young players and good drafting players too. Like the Boston Celtics. <sighs> okay, so that's the last pick I had in this draft. So let me go review this. So the Pelicans draft Zion Williamson, Memphis Grizzlies draft John Moran, third pick RJ Barrett, fourth pick Jared Culver, fifth pick Jared DeAndre Hunter, sixth pick Darius Garland, seventh pick Kobe White, eighth pick uh eighth pick Cameras, ninth pick Jackson Hayes, tenth pick Bull Bull, eleventh pick Brandon Clark, twelfth pick Peter Washington, thirteenth pick Nasilo, and fourteenth pick. So Duke Bombonia. So and this mock draft only had one trade. Uh uh one trade uh I have, and that's the Pelicans and Hawks. If they do that trade, that's gonna help the Pelicans and Hawks both. So yep, right there. So so that's it for my mock draft, guys. So I don't know if I'm supposed to say like subscribe on this. Make sure you guys subscribe to my podcast, what you guys do. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe to my podcast, you know, and like maybe like follow my. Podcast. I don't know what you guys do with here. I'm gonna try to put this on uh, this on Anchor right now. I'm gonna try to put it on Spotify and uh, and maybe Apple and um pa- Apple Podcast. I'm gonna try to figure that out. So my next vi- my next episode is probably gonna be on Friday, talking about what happens after the NBA NBA uh draft and like my reaction to it and stuff. But make sure you guys tune in and thank you for. Chilling with me, and that's uh, and that's it for chill time with prime time. And I'm out, boy, and see you guys next time.